This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast, recorded live at the spacious lineupmedia.fm studios in Edwardsville, Illinois. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref, you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome back for this episode of the Drop Podcast. I am your host, Lance Descott. In tonight's episode, we're going to be going over the Blues versus the Avalanche and the Blues after losing five games in a row and not looking great in any of those games. Uh, there was a couple games where they played okay, but I wouldn't say they really had a max effort in any of those games. Uh, they really needed a win against a team that, well... You know, I hate to beat up on any team, but the Avalanche are, in my mind, the worst team in the NHL. Uh, I don't know if you can make a case anybody is worse than them, uh, but uh, they are just not a good team. They've got some talent, but it just didn't seem to come together at all for them this year. And uh, the night before they played the Blues, they lost to the Winnipeg Jets 6-1, to who the Blues lost to in the previous night 3 to nothing. So which Blues team would show up? Would it be a Blues team that would show some heart and really play hard to get a win before they had to go into Minnesota on Tuesday night. Well, they showed up early and got the first goal of the game to give themselves a one to nothing lead. Parasinko trying to tap that back, got tied up there by Como, but kept it alive. Now Petrangelo feeds it across, Schwartz backdoor pass, they score! Paul Stastny on the power play, gives St. Louis a one nothing lead. Jeremy Smith not happy. They've seen this movie before in Colorado, starting last night against Winnipeg, who shredded their defense in terms of moving the puck side to side. Watch this puck movement. Paul Stastny out of Denver University. You see Tarasenko wins a battle against Blake Coleman to keep it alive. And then Petrangelo to Jane Schwartz out of Colorado College, and then backdoor finish it off. Petrangelo, Schwartz, Stastny. Mike Havlin at Colorado College and Jim Montgomery at Denver are saying, hey, we're not supposed to be friendly, but right there, they're friendly. That's five goals the last 10 games for Stasny. Stasny was wide open on the blocker side of the goalie and put it right in, and the Blues take a one to nothing lead. Um, you know, the Blues aren't playing great, but they're not playing bad at this point, and they did get on the board first in this power play goal. It was three minutes and 56 seconds into the first period. That goal was Paul Stasny's 17th, and as uh, the announcer said, his fifth in the last 10 games. Schwartz is 25th assist. Petrangelo is 23rd assist. I know Schwartz isn't scoring like I would like him to, considering the big contract he signed, but at least he is getting involved in the scoring with some good passes, and this went to Stasny, was point on right on his stick, and it gives the Blues a one to nothing lead. They wouldn't wait too long. In fact, it wouldn't take them even two minutes. It would take them about a minute and 37 seconds to get their second goal of the game on this shot by Kyle Brodziak. Inflicted Friday night against Winnipeg was just hellacious. Just shows you how hard he works. Now a loose puck. It comes Brodziak scores. Miscommunication in the avalanche zone. The Blues take advantage and very quickly it's 2-0 St. Louis. This can't happen. You win a face-off clean in your own zone, and you got to get to work. Puck's going to come back. You got to know where your outlet is. Fedor Dutton, he doesn't recognize his outlet. It gets separated off his stick. 
And then the aggressive forecheck by Scotty Upshaw, Ryan Reeves, Fedor Tutin turns it over, and Johnny on the spot is Kyle Brodzak. That can't happen. That's inexcusable. That's a clean faceoff win in your own zone. Well, it can't happen, but it did happen. Where would the Blues be without this fourth line? I mean, they're skating the last position of the playoffs, hanging around there, but where would they be without this fourth line? This fourth line, I'm sorry to say, has played the best consistently out of any line they have. That was Brodziak's eighth goal. Ryan Reeves gets in on it with an assist, his sixth, and that was five minutes and 33 seconds into the first. The Blues have a two-to-nothing lead, which is very positive. But let me tell you this much. They really weren't playing great. It's, to, in my mind, Colorado was playing, you know, just not real good. And uh, the Blues take a two-to-nothing lead out of the first period. Uh, we're hoping the Blues will show up even more in the second period. Well, one thing's for sure, Jake Allen did show up in the second period when Colorado tried to come back, and he made this great save. And it's not about the numbers with him. It's just about the way he defends. Lead pass finds Rennie Bork. In shoots Allen, makes the save, and gobbles up the rebound as Rennie Bork has a good chance for the Avalanche. Miscommunication with Edmondson and Bowmeister. Both of them don't play together. Usually Bowmeister's on the left. And Edmondson and Bowmeister don't communicate at all. Rene Bort's in all alone. And look at the structure of Jake Allen. Solid square, anchored in goal. A complete breakdown by Edmondson and Bowmeister. And I know they haven't really played together much. So sometimes that's going to happen. And Bork almost made him pay. But Jake Allen was there. And, uh, you know, Jake, it wasn't a, a tremendous save. But he was there with the angle. He took the shot away, saved it, didn't give up any rebounds, and the Blues move on. The Blues were able to move on from this point, and they continue to take advantage of uh, Colorado mistakes and put pressure in the offensive zone, and it paid off here in the second period on this goal by Patrick Berglund. Brinko fires that just wide. And now Brinko holds the line for St. Louis. Looks it back across, and a hard shot score! Berglund on the power play, and it's 3-0 St. Louis. Turnover, pass, goal. Just a killer. Como's penalty was almost over. Puck's got to get out. Puck doesn't get out. Colton Pareko keeps live watch. The puck doesn't get out, just reaching. That's got to be out from Landeskog. And then on the backhand over and right through Jeremy Smith off the stick of Patrick Berglund. Nice shot by Berglund, and it gives the Blues a 3 to nothing lead. And uh, some great effort there by Pareko on that goal. Uh, that was Patrick Berglund's 18th goal, Pareko's 25th assist, uh, 10 minutes and 11 seconds into the second period, and the Blues have another power play goal, their second of the game, to give them a 3 to nothing lead. Um, out of the second period, the Blues are looking to add to this lead and continue to put pressure in the offensive zone uh, against the Colorado, but uh, just a couple minutes in, a little over three minutes in, Colorado was able to put some pressure, but Jake Allen came up big with several saves in a row. Johnson with a sharp angle, shoots Allen down, makes the save, and the puck bounces back to Landeskog. Now Landeskog in, fires Allen, leads and makes the stop. Neither team was able to score in the third period, and the Blues win this one three to nothing. Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. The Blues improved to 32-27 and five, and Colorado falls to 17-44-3. The Blues are now one point ahead of the Kings for the final playoff spot.
in the Western Conference. Shots on goal, Colorado had 27. The Blues had 25. The difference was the Blues' power play. They were 2 for 4. Colorado was 0 for 1. Faceoffs, Colorado looked better for most of the game. The Blues kind of caught up to him, but Colorado did win the faceoff battle 56% to 44%. Uh, Bork had four shots and had a really good chance against Jake Allen. Uh, Landeskog had two shots. Uh, Komu had three shots, and Smith made 22 saves. Uh, Stasny gets his uh, goal, uh, 17th of the year, power play goal. Berglund adds another power play goal for his 18th of the year. Brodziak and that great fourth line that's just played awesome for the Blues when they needed him. He gets his eighth goal. Petrangelo gets an assist. Schwartz gets an assist. And Jake Allen shuts him down with 27 saves and just played a good game. Let's go ahead and get into uh, the press conference where we're going to hear from uh, Jake Allen, uh, Kyle Brodziak, and, of course, Coach Mike on this win. A win at the end of the day was the most important thing, but, you know, to come out and get a couple goals, I think that took some weight off our shoulders. We have had a tough time finding the back of the net lately, and um, I think it just put some confidence in our team. Nathan McKinnon had a really good chance early. Did that help you get into a rhythm? Uh, yeah, you know, I feel like I've been playing good the last few weeks, and I just feel good in the net, and, you know, uh, I just read the play and just got over. What happened on that uh, late in the game when the trainer had to come out? Uh, I got hit right in the throat. I couldn't breathe. It just sort of zapped me. My, my throat's still killing me right now. It's tough to talk. Yeah, it was it was important for us. We needed to come out strong, or or else it could have been a totally different outcome. And um, you know, and plus we play these guys three more times, and uh, just they're all three important games, especially especially coming down to the wire here. Desperation seems like you got it. Yeah, yeah, we played well. You know, I think uh, played well in the first ten minutes, and then we let up a little bit, but then we brought it back in the second and third. Um, you know, I think we can just keep the pedal to the metal there. Um, we're gonna have the biggest test of our year coming Tuesday, so it was a big game for us tonight. Uh, yeah, it was. It was gonna be huge. Uh, we knew they played yesterday. Coming, uh, coming off to a fast start was definitely a key for us. And, uh, you know, power play did a great job getting a goal for us, and then uh, you know our line pitched in as well, and it was uh, it was exactly what we needed. Yeah, it was uh, you know it was a face-off loss by me, and my two wingers did a great job jumping, creating the turnover, and uh, the puck just bounced right in front of the net. Uh, you know, it was a it was a good bounce, but uh, you know we'll take it. It's uh, it's definitely nice if. If uh, you know our line can pitch in every now and again. Yeah, it feels good. I mean, we know with the the dogfight we're in right now till the end of the year, and uh, you know, not to get a win in, in uh, you know last five games, it feels like a long time. And uh, you know, it's uh, it's a, a good monkey off our back, and hopefully, we can keep rolling now. Yeah, I think um, the game was pretty much what we expected as coaches. We were nervous about this game. Uh, there's still an awful lot of skill on the other side. And they're obviously, uh, you know, I don't think that they're playing for a whole lot other than pride right now, and that's uh, that's dangerous when you're playing against teams like that. Yeah, we, we knew we wanted to get off to a good start, uh, given that they played last night, and just for our own sake. But, uh, you know, we wanted, to, we wanted to jump on them. I, I thought that uh, after we scored the second goal in the first period, we, uh, we kind of backed off a little bit, so we got to get better there. But... Um, a good first step. Jake was great tonight. Uh, power play came through, and uh, you know now we we got to look to build off this. And uh, obviously, we're going in to play a real good team, and we got to make sure we're on top of our game. But 
you if we get that win, then we're really going somewhere. Did that catch you really nervous there when Jake went down like that? I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. Right, he's not a guy that lays down, exactly. for, you know, for nothing. So uh, caught our attention, but I saw him wave off the trainer, so uh, I felt pretty good after that. I would agree with uh, Coach Mike there that uh, the Blues kind of slowed down a little bit and kind of coasted after they took that two to nothing lead, and that was something that I always felt they had problems with under Ken Hitchcock. This team would get a lead, and they would give it up at the end of the game and lose the game, or they'd make the games very interesting. And, um, you know, they cannot do that. Whether they, uh, you know, fight to get in the playoffs and make the playoffs, they're going to be out of the playoffs pretty quick if they do that because teams really ramp it up in the playoffs, and you cannot let that motor go down into a low idle, 1,000 RPMs after you take a lead. You've got to keep it at – you got to keep it redlined at six, seven thousand RPMs, like the Blues did last year to beat uh, Chicago and Dallas to get to San Jose. They've got to play a complete game. Well, let's kind of look at the positives of this game. They won three to nothing. That's a positive. They scored two power play goals. That can be a positive. They scored one goal against the worst team in the league. When they were at even strength, the Blues scored one goal. I don't think this was the Blues' best game by far. I don't think they played a complete game. I think if they would have played against anybody else, the score may have been different. Because like Coach Mike said, after they got that second goal, they kind of coasted. They had a little spurts to where they you know, put some pressure in, in Colorado, but it wasn't any kind of super sustained offensive uh, push there by them. They're going to need that. They're going to need three periods of strong hockey against the Wild. I know the Wild in the last month have not played like they did, you know, in the the previous year, uh, previous month, sorry. But uh, they're a good team, and they're very good at home. And the Blues are going to have to have their A game. The effort they gave against Colorado got them a win, but that type of effort against Minnesota – will not give them a win unless Minnesota comes out and bombs. They need a totally different effort against the Wild. Uh, and let's get the second game of a win streak going. Let's not, you know, fall into the playoffs. Let, let's let make it to where we push into the playoffs. Teams that are successful in the playoffs push themselves to a better position in the regular season or they push themselves to make it no mistake that they're in the playoffs. And that's what, in my mind, that I think most fans really want to see from the Blues. I think Coach Mike wants to see that, and I think most of the players want to see that. If the Blues can get a full you know, effort, three periods, hard effort by everybody, this team can win against anybody. It's when they don't and they play a period, a period and a half that's bad, period, period and a half that's good. Uh, you know, That's when they get into trouble, and teams take advantage of them, and they can't have that anymore. Uh, let's go ahead, and uh, the Blues' next game, of course, will be against uh, the Minnesota Wild. Uh, you know, they've got to play better against Minnesota. Uh, the Blues are going to be playing them Tuesday, 7 p.m. in Minnesota, and then they come home for two weekend games to play against the Ducks on Friday at 7 p.m., and then Saturday they'll play the Islanders also at 7 p.m. And then they go out to L.A. Uh, on Monday, March 13th, 
They got a big road trip there. They got L.A. on Monday, uh, Anaheim on Wednesday, San Jose on Thursday. And I keep hearing from several people, including uh, other media in the St. Louis area, well, those first three games of the West Coast road trip are going to be hard, but the last two should be pretty easy. Nah, guys, you can't think that way. You cannot think that way. You need to go into a game against the Coyotes on March 18th and the game against Colorado on the 21st, and you need to think of these guys as Stanley Cup champions, and you're there to knock them off their throne. You need to think that you know, you've got to put in max effort to beat these guys. If you don't think that way, then you're not going to be a successful team. So let's think that way in all five of these road games coming up after the two home games and this last game against Minnesota tomorrow night. Uh, let's hope they can uh, really play as a team for 60 minutes. Let's really hope that. Uh, hopefully everybody can get down to see some games this weekend against Anaheim and against the Islanders. I know we don't get to see the Islanders very much, so that should be a pretty cool treat to see an East Coast team come in. Uh, they've had their struggles this year. But, uh, you know, they're always a tough team to play. And then we've got our West Coast rivals uh, in Anaheim. So, uh, you know, it's going to be some good games Saturday or Friday and Saturday. So get down to Scott Trade and uh, watch the Blues. And hopefully it'll be two good wins for them. And it'll help them position themselves in a positive fashion into the playoffs. With that being said, this is all the time I have for this game recap of the Blues win over the Avalanche 3 to nothing. Uh Thanks again for joining me on the Drop Podcast. And remember, guys, uh, there's a new website, www.droppodcast.com. You'll be able to get uh, download directly from the website to iTunes, to Stitcher. Uh, you'll be able to subscribe. There's b- buttons, tabs right there on the website. So there's no excuse to miss uh, the podcast or to not download it. Uh, make sure you go to that website again to, to get your downloads. That's uh, www.droppodcast.com. Uh, like I said, the website's a work in progress, but it's looking pretty good, and I want to get everybody to go there to download the show. Thanks again for joining me. I've been your host, Lance Descott. Until next time, let's go blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe or download this episode and past episode on iTunes, ShoutEngine.com, and Stitcher.com. You can follow us on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about LineUpMedia.fm or the Drop Podcast, email us at info at LineUpMediaGroup.com or at theofficialdrop at gmail.com. Until next time, let's go blues! This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.